Welcome to Makers and Shakers of Chinese History. I'm Mark. This world of ours has seen many great female leaders throughout history. Hatshepsut of ancient Egypt, Russia's Catherine the Great, Trung Trak of Vietnam, Queen Victoria of the British Empire, are just some of the readily available names that jump to mind. Being female rulers, they've taken a road less travelled and harder to walk in a world dominated by men. This is especially the case in the earlier periods of history. One of these female rulers lived in 7th century China, which was known as the Tang Dynasty. Her name is Wu Zetian. Her road to the throne has controversy and conspiracy written all over it. So, for this episode, we're going to cover the top six facts and reasons that you need to know about China's one and only female emperor. Number one on the list is that she was an advocate of the idea of test-taking to move up the imperial ladder, as opposed to being selected solely based on your lineage. More specifically, the imperial examination, which is equivalent to the modern-day civil service or bar exam. Not sure if you'd applaud a tough test maker, but she had a hand in developing the meritocratic system of entrance examinations for the imperial bureaucracy that survived into the 20th century. Since she wanted to attract talents for her own use, she examined these prospective candidates for the state bureaucracy herself. Over 1,000 top scholars were admitted at that time, which was five times the amount of the previous emperor. Next up, before becoming Her Highness, she was involved in a love triangle with her husband and his son. Wu was the then emperor's concubine, but also attracted and kindled a romance with the prince. After the emperor died, she was sent to a nunnery, which was the custom for most widowed concubines. But wasn't out of the game yet, as she was sent back to the palace as soon as her prince took the throne. Third on the list brings us to her having one of the most economical, stable and peaceful reigns in Chinese history. During her reign, the state economy continued to develop rapidly, the empire prospered, and her armies beat off attacks from surrounding peoples. She is famous for being hard-working and intelligent, and instituting political and economic policies that made the Tang dynasty powerful. One other thing to note here is that this was a period of love, not war, since the number of household registrations almost doubled increasing from 3.8 million in the early years of the Tang Dynasty to around 6.2 million. Number four is a doozy. Hope you're all sitting down for this one. Apparently, Mrs. Wu was believed to have smothered her own weak-old daughter by the Emperor and blamed the baby's death on the then Empress, the Emperor's wife who was the last person to have held her and had no alibi. The emperor believed Mrs. Wu's story, 
and his wife was demoted and imprisoned in a distant part of the palace. Needless to say, this was a ghastly but convenient lateral movement for Wu, as she was promoted to empress status. With the role of the empress, her two sons were directly in line to the throne, and they too became emperors in the future. Yet the series of unfortunate events kept coming as her eldest son died from being mysteriously poisoned. By whom, you ask? You guessed it, I'm afraid. His mother was alleged to have done it. Following his death, Mrs Wu then trumped up a number of crimes on her second son to eventually succeed in having him deposed and exiled from the land. Why, do you ask? Well, all of these acts paved the way for her to sit on the throne and become the undisputed ruler of the nation. The fifth thing to know was that Wu Zetian also lowered taxes on peasants or people of lower status. So without a doubt, the common people during this era prospered. She instituted reforms to make agriculture and economy of the empire more productive, and she promoted serious research to increase agricultural production. So for those on the grassroots level of society, things were definitely looking up. Number six would make Edward Snowden proud in that Wu promoted whistleblowing. By installing a series of copper boxes in the capital, she encouraged citizens to post anonymous denunciations of one another. Those based on facts would be passed into legislation. These whistleblowers, regardless of their status, also had the chance to be promoted according to the content they provided. Even if the content was not true, the informer wouldn't be punished either. So she truly had an open-door policy to anyone who had dirt on someone of means. So there you have it. The good, the bad and the ugly. It's all a matter of history at this point. But how we see it today may vary, depending on which lens we choose to look through. Was Wu Zetian a trailblazer of her time, or was she a torturous villain? One thing's for sure, and that's her ability, competence and intelligence place her reign among her male counterparts as one that has contributed much to society. But as we've all heard at some point, the devil is in the detail. Will some of her methods tarnish her entire significance in time? I suppose that's up to you. Keep in mind here that many critics of her reign were largely influenced by Confucianism. Though Confucian scholars didn't label her as a fatuous ruler, they criticised her personal behaviour and morality a lot, which isn't really surprising since Confucianism has stark patriarchal doctrines. For example, as a woman, Wu Zetian was criticised for having a few male concubines. When I say a few, I mean an amount you can count on one hand. Yet this was subversive to traditional male superiority. 
the Confucian scholars believed that male emperors could have as many concubines as they wanted, but female emperors couldn't. Women didn't even have the right to remarry. Another reason historical skeptics tend to have a field day with her ruling tactics is that she promoted torture laws, which were put into place by the legalist system. Just a side note here, this system was actually utilised long before Wu Zetian came into the picture. This system was used to control people through severe punishment for doing wrong, which was contrary to Confucianism. This is why the Confucian scholars in later generations have been criticising her. Some say that Wu Zetian is used as a tool for them to suppress the momentum of rising equality between men and women, and women's independence. Now, after all that was said and done, how would you judge her? That's it for this episode of Makers and Shakers of Chinese History. Special thanks to Sanlian Zhongdu for making this podcast possible. I'm Mark. If you like the show, please give us a rating or a review, and be sure to subscribe wherever you tune in. See you next time.